what does it take for us to be holy? It takes everything, my brothers and sisters. Ever since the fall of Adam and Eve, we see the vestiges or the consequences and the effects of their disobedience to the will of God in each and every one of us. We desire to put ourselves uh, at uh, the center of the universe to make ourselves at the criterion of all judgment and to make ourselves godlike. We like to be in control and and like to control everything to have things our way. But yet in the first reading today, when God called Abraham to leave his town, his father's house, his land behind to embark on the journey, Abraham had to trust in God, uh, God's own promise to him. And he had to leave everything to follow and to trust in the one who called him. That is very hard, my brothers and sisters. Abraham had to trust in God. But yet, Abraham was not perfect. He was far away from perfect. And if you read the stories uh, uh, in the book of Genesis, there were times that he was very cowardly. There were times that he was very humanistic. But God saw all of that. And, and God still called Abraham. But what made uh, Abraham the father of faith is that Abraham was willing to let go hmm, and to follow God's will. And through that journey that God called Abraham to, huh, and through all the trials and hardship that God called Abraham uh, to face, Abraham grew deeper and deeper and deeper in trusting God. So in our very own life, too, my brothers and sisters, we are called to trust in God's goodness and His faithfulness to us and to leave our everything in order to follow Him, just like Abraham. Can we leave everything behind in order to follow God's will? Or are we too scared, too comfortable, too self-righteous, and too full of ourselves? That we're asking God to conform His will to ours instead of conforming our will to Him. The second reading today, my brothers and sisters, St. Paul tells us exactly just like what he told to St. Timothy. To bear all of our hardship for the gospel with the strength that comes from God. Because He has saved us and called us to a holy life. We're all called to holiness. This is not just for priests, for religious, for a few people. Each of us are called to be holy, to seek first the kingdom of God, and to allow this desire to change us deep from within. My brothers and sisters, life is imperfect. We are imperfect. We're broken. But yet, huh, God sees all of that, and He called us out of our very own land, our own kingdom, our own comfort zone, our own ego, uh, so that we can embark on a journey, uh, a journey of faith, a journey of trust, a journey of love, a journey of growth, a journey of sanctification, a journey that stretches our heart uh, so that we can receive Him more each day. My brothers and sisters, Life is imperfect. We are imperfect. 
but we have the strength that comes from God huh? so that so that we can choose to love him each and every day and in the gospel reading today Jesus transfigured before all his disciples to show his divinity at the second person of the Trinity his divinity at the beloved Son of God and when he transfigured before his uh, uh, disciples today they were scared it was overwhelming huh? toward the point that they prostrate and were filled with fears Then Jesus came and touched them and said, Rise, do not be afraid. So he tells each and every one of us too, Do not be afraid. Rise. Rise up from the things of this world, from its vanity, from its falseness, from its uh, distraction, from, from our very own desire to be in control. Rise and do not be afraid. Jesus, the beloved Son of God, came to show us in a very real way of what it means to be beloved children of God. The Son of God came and shows us that immense love, the love that, that gave His everything to us, a love that bared all betrayal, rejection, pain, sufferings, uh, for us the love that redeemed and saved us from our iniquities and gave himself up at expiation for our sin the son of God died for us because we are worth redeeming we are worth saving we are worth loving so if we recognize this my brothers and sisters we need to conform our lives to God to seek His will and to allow Him to love us deep from within. And it's mean that we need to prioritize our life, my brothers and sisters, and put God first. Going to church should not be something dreadful, something we do when we have free time. Just like what I told our First Communion uh, uh, students, that going to church for an hour a week should not be dreadful when we have 168 hours in a week. One hour, 168. That's very insignificant. And that's just the bare minimum. Going to church is just that bare minimum. We're called to live a life of holiness. To... Uh, not only a life of worship, but also the life of prayer. We have to seek, my brothers and sisters, the kingdom of God first and foremost by how we pray. The church give us this uh, season of Lent so that uh, we can seek to be more conformed to His will uh, through a life of uh, fasting, of prayer, and of almsgivings. Uh, not just, just for a few moments, for a few occasions, but perhaps with uh, with this journey, we put into uh, practice each and every day of what it means to be loved by God, to and to give ourselves totally and completely back to Him in love. 
my brothers and sisters, I, I, I can relate to the story of Abraham a lot. I am imperfect. I'm, I'm broken, and I still try to love Christ each day of my life. And I know what it means to leave uh, my, my country, my people behind to embark on a journey. When I came to the United States in 1994, with nothing at all, faith was something that comforted me, even though life was so hard. I was telling several of my parishioners when they asked me, Oh, life must be wonderful for you, my brothers and sisters. Huh? They thought that life was good because I, I was able to come to the U.S. from from being under the communists. Yes, it was great, much better than Vietnam, but it wasn't easy. I had to learn English, and uh, my parents were working uh, very long hours to put food on the table to begin anew. I remember having to walk my brothers back from school, huh? and uh, 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 I was told by my aunts and my uncles that as soon as I go home, huh, I have to close all the curtain, all the doors, and everything like that, because if uh, if people know that uh, uh, that we were alone with our our parents. Um, they would arrest our parents for child neglect and abuse. So I was very scared. About 10 years old at that time, uh, I walked my brother home, uh, uh, prepared uh, uh, dinner for him that my mom had cooked before she went to work, and then to be with him and put him to bed. And then I myself would go to sleep after that because my parents would come home very late. My brothers and sisters, life was not easy at all. But I am so grateful for the faith that has been given to me by my, grandf uh, uh, by my grandparents, the, uh, the faith that instilled within me, so that in the hardest uh, days of my life, when I first came to the United States and continue uh, to be throughout many hard moments of my life. That faith had given me so much comfort, so much strength, uh, because that faith helps me, uh, helps me to realize that God had always been faithful, that God had always loved me, and He will never abandon me. To be able to go to church in the United States in my own language when I first came, and to recognize I now have the freedom to worship and to grow and to, uh, to, to seek a new future gave me a lot of consolation, a lot of, uh, um, a lot of joy, even though it's what hard. Life is imperfect, my brothers and sisters, and we are imperfect. But God's grace is still with us. And He give us the strength to bear all things and to grow from them, my brothers and sisters. If we are expecting a perfect life, 
I think we have set ourselves up for failures. We will fail. Huh? We will question. We will uh, uh, oftentimes uh, doubt in God's goodness. But it is, has always been our faith that lead us back. And that always invite us toward a deeper giving of ourselves to Him who loves us. I will end my homily with this, my brothers and sisters. Take the time throughout the season of Lent to grow in your own faith. Do not let Lent slip us by. Do not just check the box in saying, Oh, I have to go to church. I have to do this. I have to do that. Uh, but take all of that as opportunities to grow, to become more Christ-like. Uh, so that we can know who we are as beloved sons and daughters of God our Heavenly Father, as Christ's own disciples, and to become instruments of the Holy Spirit in bringing His love to others as well. It be, had to begin with us. Begin with us like Abraham in leaving our everything behind to follow God's will, to embark on the journey of love, the journey of faith, a journey of trust, a journey of growth. Remember, to bear all of our hardship for the gospel, my brothers and sisters, not with our own strength, not with our own will, not with our own ability, but with the strength that comes from God, says St. Paul. Because he had first loved us, he saved us, and called us to a holy life.